Hello, I'm Kenny Smith, and this is The Best Story I've Heard Today, a podcast for news junkies. We know you can't possibly watch all of the great content being produced. You can't possibly read all of the great stuff being produced every day. So we want to share some of these important stories, interesting stories, that you might have otherwise overlooked. Our guests bring you a story, the best story they found today. And today we're pleased to welcome back to the show Chris Pallone, who you can find as a broadcast correspondent on many of the fine NBC stations across the country. Chris, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me again, Kenny. Tell us about the story you found today. Tell us why the rest of us should look into it as well. Well, everybody loves a a caper story, just an incredible crime story, and I'm not immune to that. And I remember this. uh, When I'm not working, I watch a lot of local news, and I watch the local NBC affiliate here in New York. And I remember in September of 2016, there was this story with incredible surveillance video that a man brazenly walked up to the back of an armored car on the west side of Midtown Manhattan and stole a bucket off of an armored car. It turns out that that bucket had $1.6 million worth of gold bars inside it. And police and the armored car company, of course, were desperately trying to figure out who this person who stole that bucket was. Well, it turns out that WNBC has tracked down that person where he is now in his home country of Ecuador and did a series of interviews with him, and it is wildly fascinating. Let's go from from the news angle of that and the tracking that down from WNBC. Mark Santia is the reporter. How does he get this interview? Yeah, it, uh, that, I you know, I know Mark, and I, I, I am going to talk to him to find out how he got this interview, because obviously... Um, it's so rare now now obviously it would probably be pretty easy for him to find out that this guy had been arrested you know that that uh, police in ecuador had cooperated and they had nabbed him shortly after he had arrived home and they received word that he was there uh it's probably pretty easy to find out that he was there that he had been arrested and he had served time but then how do you go about getting the interview do you just say you know, does your news director just say, all right, you and the photographer go down to Ecuador and just start asking? I mean, I have to imagine that that's the way. That's the way these interviews come about is you just bug a guy long enough and finally says, okay, I'll talk. And as we've seen with a lot of the most notorious criminals on earth, some of them love to talk about what they did. And it's uh, clear that this guy, Julio Novello, did just that. This is an incredibly candid interview, and it's spread out over several uh, broadcasts of WNBC's news. Really fascinating stuff. There's four parts here. It looks like 16, 18 minutes of television time. You're a TV guy. That's a precious commodity. That's a lot of time. It really is. And and the best news managers will say, uh, you you, you can have as much time as you need, but it has to be compelling. It has to be worth it. And this certainly is. And and the thing that I love, uh, you know, in television broadcasting news, we're trying to figure out this whole new world. You know, we, we put our stories on the web. Sometimes we just post them as, as video only. Uh, sometimes it's video matched with text. Uh, this has multiple parts. It has maps. It has uh, video. Truthfully, a lot of newspapers have gotten this a lot better than we have. Uh, the New York Times is, is famous for their packages where they put together some video and text and maps and things like that. And uh, WNBC is, is going after that angle of, of if you want to watch the video, you absolutely should watch the video. But if you're at work, you can read the story. They've got an interactive map that kind of traces things. So it's, it's a really rich package of information 
that they did a very, very nice job of, you know, short of even just telling a very compelling story. I wrote down some notes when I was watching this series of TV packages here, and I love the map. I wanted to ask what your favorite thing about the entire thing was, but I love that map. It goes from New York to Florida through Oklahoma to California, Mexico, all the way down through Central America and into South America. It's like a yeah. it's like a classic adventure movie. It's almost like an Indiana Jones map. It's a plot device, but it's a very important it, part of the story. It really is, and I think part of the thing that makes it so compelling is Novello is a compelling character, and I, I don't want to say that you, uh, uh, you you certainly don't root for him, or you don't find him, you don't find sympathy for him, none, nonetheless. But in in a case where you know nobody has, you know, this isn't a murder case or whatever, so this really is a a, a caper, good guys versus bad guys, and the fact that uh, he pulled this off. He went on the run. He was tracked down. He served nine months in prison. And now he claims that he's being double-crossed by a woman who was his fiance, who was supposed to send him the money, and he claims never did. Uh, just makes it all the more uh, consumable and fascinating. But yeah, you're right. The interactive map is fantastic because this guy, once he had the money, he knew he had to get out of town. And, you know, who he trusted, who he didn't trust, how he was able to uh, basically, you know, drive all the way to Ecuador and uh, and and get home, and then ends up in prison, and and he claims without the money is really something. And let's be honest, just based on the synopsis that you have given us of the story, we'd all watch that on Netflix. If that were a TV show, we'd watch that. Absolutely, I I, I do twelve episodes. They, they can drag this out over twelve episodes or a couple of seasons because you know, imagine what he was going through. Once he had it, uh, it, it describes in, in great detail of how he broke the bars down and took them to somebody who gave him some money, and but basically, you know, started to get suspicious and so didn't want to deal with him anymore. Put him in touch with a Russian, uh, you know, basically criminal who, who paid him more than a million dollars for this stolen gold, and then once he's on the run, he went all the way to California. You know, I mean, at any point, this could have come undone. Uh, and he did make it home. It's it, it, yeah, absolutely. Two two, se- two seasons on Netflix. Absolutely, I'm in. There is a heartbreak angle to this because something about the money got cashed out, or the gold got cashed out. It went to his uh, his fiance. She has now fled off into the night of, of her own devices. Apparently, are we glorifying his his role in, in a in a major crime in a story when we tell an angle like that? Yes and no, but I think the important thing to this is that nobody's dead if that makes any sense this, this is not um, this is a crime story this is a heist uh, for some reason we're captivated by heist but I think that you know the average human being watching this is going to say now oh, this guy is a career criminal I mean he, he's a bad guy there's no doubt about that that he's a bad guy and that money belonged to somebody or some company or, or whatever and so somebody is is built out of this, but it's it's a lot easier to stomach it when number one the victim is not apparent, and then number two, it's not like there was a shootout. It's not like people ended up dead in the course of telling this story. And you know the the, the greatest aspect of it is now where's the money? Are we ever going to figure out where that money really went? Uh, the the fiance claimed that the police raided her home and took the money. They won't comment. Uh, he believes that she still has it. He he claims 
in the latest story that she called him and said that she was in Ecuador and then she never called back to meet up with him. So, uh, or, or he could be sitting on it. That's the other thing, too. He could be rich as all get out. And uh, we may never know. What did you think about in the web version of the story? They have included a lot of extra sound bites, clips from the interviews, stuff that makes it into the packages, the produced television packages that we see. But there's also some other information. I felt like I got at one point a master class in reporting a, a, a caper story, but also an introduction to a master class on how to lift stuff from a, a secured truck as well. Yeah, yeah that's. Uh that, that detail, if, if we're being honest with each other, how many times have you walked by an armored car and gone, ah, it'd be nice to have some of that, right? Not at all. And it, you know, <laughs> a lot of time clearly went into this. The anchors in the studio scripts go to great pains to point out, hey, we sent a guy, we sent a crew 3,000 miles for this story. Yeah. A lot of resources went into this. A lot of time went into this story and the making of it and then the airing of it all. Why aren't more stories done in this way? It's, it's resources. Um the reward is just not worth the risk for a lot of people. You see in the top 10 markets in the country, local news is much more willing to send people abroad, whereas a lot of markets in the country, a news director will just say, we, we just simply don't have it in the budget. And that's the thing is that is that in, in major markets, when there's a good owner uh, that understands that uh, Stories need to be told, no matter what the resources they're willing to put the resources in. The reward for us as viewers, this is a great story. I've got links to the story uh, below the audio and links for Chris as well below the audio here. It's absolutely worth your time. Charismatic story, well told, and just, uh, as you said, everybody loves a heist. If that sounds like you, this story sounds like uh, you as well. Please do check out the links. Chris Pallone, who you will see on NBC News affiliates across the country. Thanks for joining us again today. Hey, thanks again for having me. This is the best story I've heard today. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll share it with others. Thanks for listening. We look forward to sharing stories with you again very soon. I'm Kenny Smith. Hey, thanks again for listening to the best story I've heard today. And here's a bit more news for you. You can hear this show on our host site, podbean.com. But the best story I've heard today is also syndicated now on sites like Stitcher and Google Play. Just go to those sites and search the best story I've heard today. You can find us on podbean.com, on Stitcher, and on Google Play. The best story I've heard today.